Friends beyond binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, uh, soda machines, traditional soda machines, freestyle soda machines, and even, uh, you know, homemade. Yeah, even people that may, even if you, the, the, what, the tools you use to make your soda at home, whether you got carbonate, whether, you know, I don't know. <laughs> You might be confused. This is that one petered out quick. I said, "What? You know what would be good for a sleep with me analogy, especially for this episode, Nuns in Space? Some sort of soda machine." And nope, petered out quick. Those bubbles, uh, flat, flat as my, flat as my soda on a summer afternoon after sitting outside for for four hours. It's time for Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to... If you're new, I'm so glad you're here. Give the show a few tries, see how it goes. I'm here to keep you company and take your mind off of stuff so you can fall asleep. And the reason I make the show, and the reason a lot of the people that are regular listeners listen along is because, you know, it gets lonely for us in the deep, dark night. And the fact is, you deserve a good night's sleep. You deserve a place you can rest. So I'm here to keep you company, but you don't need to listen to me. And you'll, you'll probably already figure, you say, if this is what I'm dealing with. So I'm here to keep you company and take your mind off stuff because you deserve a good night's sleep. And the way the show works is we're going to start off with some support. That's how we come out free twice a week. Then there'll be uh, an intro that'll go on and on and on and not make any sense. And then there'll be our bedtime story. It's episodically modular, so you can listen to it in any order. It's about a freestyle soda machine in space uh, and so much more. And I think that's it. Uh, I'm out of metaphors. <laughs> well, I started with no metaphors and I finished with none. Because it's time for Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. Thanks for making it possible, my patron peeps. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, uh, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts, you know, things on your mind that you're thinking about, about the past, the present, the future. So thoughts, uh, so thoughts you're thinking about, thoughts, uh, thinking stuff, thoughts, feelings, anything you're feeling physically, so anything that's coming up for you physically or emotionally, you're feeling in your feelings, you know, about the past, present, future, about the thoughts, about the physical feelings, or about the emotions. It could be changes in time or temperature, routine, travel, guests, uh, stuff. You know, you could have something coming up or you could have just gone, you could be going through something. Whatever it is that's keeping you up, I'm here to keep you company and take your mind off stuff so that you could fall asleep. I'm here to be here, you know, be your friend in the deep, dark night. And, uh, yeah, that's what I'm here for, uh... What is what else? Uh, like I'm so confused. It's been like a week since I recorded an intro. So I'm a little, uh, a little, a little flat uh, to use that zone metaphor again. So whatever's keeping you awake, I'm here to take your mind off stuff and keep you comfy so you can fall asleep. But yeah, the the reason I make the show, I talked about it at the beginning, but I want to talk about it again. 
you deserve a good night's sleep. You deserve a place you could get some rest and get the sleep you need because your life's going to be better. It's going to be more manageable. Now, I don't know if this show can provide it. Uh, sleep with Me is a show that kind of takes a few tries to get used to. It's different. Even though this was like the first sleep podcast, it's different than most other stuff in, in a sense of I'm just here to keep you company and not really to put you to sleep uh, or uh, to be listened to. I'm your friend in the deep, dark night. But if you get that sleep you need, your life is going to be better. Our world will be a better place. The other reason I make the show and a lot of people listen is because we know how it feels in the deep, dark night. You know, all that stuff I listed earlier or more. Uh, now, not everybody might know know or been through exactly what you're dealing with, whatever's keeping you up, but a lot of us can relate to how it feels. And that's important, too, because, uh, well, we might go too far to say we understand. We understand how it feels and what it's like, and uh, that kind of connects us. And I know a lot of regular listeners are kind of nodding. As they're nodding off, they're nodding. And saying, uh huh, I don't, yeah, I think Scoots is talking about, I don't know what he's talking about, but I can relate, uh huh, uh huh. So that's why we make the show. So what I'll do is I'll send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, and superfluous tangents. So that means my voice is not traditionally soothing. Uh, creaky, dulcet tones are more here to keep you company. It's just a, you know, friendly voice in the deep, dark night. And, uh, you know, I'll try to keep the pace and the tone down. But really, I'm just here to tell you some stories and go off, or try to tell you a story, then go off topic, then get mixed up. So I'm here to be your friend in the deep, dark night. I'll send my voice. Oh, pointless meanders and superfluous tangents mean I tend to get into stuck in repetitive thoughts. Then I'll think of something else. Then I'll go back to it. Then I won't remember what I'm going back to. Then I'll go on a tangent about something. Then I'll say, have I said, I'm sure I've said this before, but tangent, tangerine tangents. Have I gone on a tangerine tangent before? I don't know if I have. Uh, and, uh, you know, I'd have to look at, uh, here's the thing. Do, how are tangerines feeling about the uh, rise of mandarins in the past? Or mandarins and I mean, this is not, I'm not joking. None of this is a joke. I don't know if mandarins and tangerines are the same thing. I would say they're at least all in the citrus family. I would say the orange family, but that's probably, they'd say, no, there's an orange, there's a tangerine, and there's a mandarin. Then there's mandarin orange. What about a plum? You know, they've all, you know the stone fruits are always good. How, how, how come you can't uh, throw a tangerine in there with a plum and a, um, you know, you got your plots, your apra plums. Apparange, Nanger apple, Nanger. No, that doesn't make sense because you say it's an apple. Nangerine, what's that? I don't. It's when my nana eats a tangerine. I call it the Nangerine. It call that's what I call it when uh, I've come in the room after she's had a Nanger. Nanger is it a tan? No, it's a tangerine. After she's had a tangerine. And it smells, I say, oh, she's got a little tangerine juice on her. So there's my nangerine. And uh, I'm, the only, I'm the only one that laughs because uh, then I say, "Is it? what's it called, a nangerine? Ta- this is a tangerine tangent for sure. So I don't think this is the first time because that has such great alliteration. 
that I would hope I, in 1,100 episodes, I, I said, oh, Tangerine and Tangent. Uh, and there's probably some out there that's like, this is the most terrible Tangerine Tangent. I've, the case of the terrible Tangerine Tangent, uh, episode whatever, 12, 11, 20, 40 or whatever. So those that's how I go off topic and get mixed up. It just happens naturally. I don't know. I, I wouldn't mind. I don't know. Maybe I would mind. I mean, let's see, what would go best? A plum, a nectarine, and a tangerine. They have a nectarine. That's a nectarine my nan has eaten. Tanja nectarine. Nanja tangerine. Nanja tangerine. That's, not, that's like a chim chimney, chim chimney, chim chim cherry. Nanja nanja. Tangerine. Oh boy. I could, this is where I get stuck in this stuff because I can't stop Tangerine. If I ever have magic, I wouldn't be able to cast it because it's a. Is it Tangerine or Tangerine? Hocus Pocus 7. Uh, miscast. Uh, uh, miscast. A Hocus Pocus fan musical. Is it Nanjitangerine? Nanjitangerine. Quick, cast cast the citrus spell. Okay, uh, so uh, okay, so where was I? Go off on tangents. Uh, oh, a couple of things you need to know about the show. You probably already figured out. One is this is a podcast you don't really listen to. <laughs> really? You're kidding me, right? Uh, it's not chock full of facts and uh, figures. And interesting stuff. You say, no, it's mildly interesting. I mean, I, maybe you were even saying, I mean, you're right. Uh, is there, like, I don't have, I'm not going to Google it, but uh, is there a reason? And, and then, of course, people that know stuff about plants are like, of course, there's a reason. That's a woody tuber, and that's a non woody tuber that can never be cross, uh, whatever, uh, amalgamated. And I'd say, well, I'm talking about fruit. Uh, What's the person? Uh, I'm a fruit alchemist. I'm not working. Uh, I'm working outside the bounds and limitations of Earth. I'm going to put one of those, each one of those in a you know, particle collider and, uh, and then my cauldron of uh, magic powers. Uh, maybe even one of those uh, things, uh, you know, what do the alchemists use, whatever those are called. Maybe in like uh, Skyrim. So you can't put that there. I say, well, I just did. So, uh, oh boy. So those are, uh, what was I saying? Oh, uh, a couple of things to know. Oh, this is a podcast you don't really listen to. I'm here to, you can just kind of barely listen. Like I said, you say, uh-huh, plots, upper plums. Those are things that exist for sure. So that's that. This is also a podcast that doesn't put you to sleep. I talked about that earlier. I'm here to keep you company while you fall asleep, to take your mind off stuff, to be your boar friend, your boar bud, your boar bay, your boar sib, your boar bestie, your boar burr, your neighbor, your boar bra. I'm here to keep you company and be your friend in the deep, dark night. So those are two things. Uh, and a lot of people takes the time to get used to the show because they get here with expectations, understandably, the, you did not expect me to go on a tangerine tangent. And even if you did, you'd say, you know, if I had a tangent, I'd expect it to be bright and citrus colored and make some sort of sense uh, and not devolve into uh, alchemy. Because I don't even think you're using, uh, you know, you're not even using, and I say, right, 
uh, you're right. You're right. You, like, I was thinking of a person that can turn gold into, you know, like water into gold or whatever, which is an apt metaphor for this episode. No water will be turned into gold. But, uh, what was the thing? So, uh, you didn't really listen to me. And, uh, oh, take your mind off. So, there's something else I was trying to, oh, give it a few tries and see how it goes. That's what, like, if not hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people have told me, probably over a million people have said, First, I didn't like the show or you, or I didn't didn't make any sense, or I kept waiting for it to get started, and then I listened a few more times, or I came back after a year or two, and I said, oh, okay, now I get it. So give it a few tries, see how it goes. If you're already giving it a few tries and you're frustrated, or you're, you're listening and you're frustrated in a strong way, where you're like, I don't think I'm going to get, I don't think I'm going to get that I don't need to get this. Sleepwithmepodcast.com slash no thank you has other stuff you could check out. Sleep Podcasts and Sleepy Audio. So give it a few tries. Um, you know, give it a few tries. It doesn't put you to sleep. Care to keep, oh, structure of the show. That's another thing that throws people off. And our structure of podcasts is deliberate uh, because of some of the goals for the show. One of the goals is for you to seen, feel seen and welcomed in. So we start off with a greeting, friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and they say something goofy. So you say, oh, okay, I could probably check this podcast out. Then another goal is the podcast is free or paying for it is optional because not everybody's in a position to be able to support the show. And, and, and most people like the show coming out twice a week on the regular. And so to do that, that's our sponsors and our listener support. So that comes next. Then there's support for listeners that are having a tough time right now, so you have a resource. And then there's support for communities around the show. Uh, so that's the support part of the podcast. Then there's the intro, which we're like 20 minutes into. And a lot of people, oh no, we're only like, uh, looked. it's like 12 minutes in. So the thing about the intro, like a lot of people, they either get, you know, they're like, they're, they're like the support for the show or the intro it, do, it doesn't meet their expectations. Understandably, the intro is here for a very specific reason. Now, you can skip it. Two or three percent of people do. And then there's people that listen, uh, like subscribers that listen to story-only episodes. But just as many people listen to all intro episodes. So kind of see how it goes. But the intro serves as a buffer between your day and being asleep. It's meant to ease you into bedtime and to be a slow lowering of the volume instead of, like, me counting down from 10 and then expecting you to be to sleep, uh, that doesn't work for me. Having a bedtime routine, having a wind down is what's worked for me, and it is something that has been shown to work, uh, is to ease you into bedtime. Now, there is, are people falling asleep right now, and we're happy for them, but for most listeners, the, the intro is just one part of the show, and it's kind of the twilight part of the show. So that's the intro. Then again, there's more support between the intro and the story, so the show could be free twice a week. And then there'll be our so- story, story, story. <laughs> I don't know where those, it's like it fell into some sort of uh, fantastical dialogue there. Sorry, my story. It's a story, uh, and that that so there'll be a, a story, and that'll be like 45, 50 minutes long, and then the show ends with some thank yous and good nights. 
So that's the structure of the show. That's why I make the show. I'm really glad you're here. And I really hope uh, the podcast, uh, like I yearn and I strive. So I really hope it can help you fall asleep. Uh, Thanks again for coming by. And uh, yeah, that's it. I'm really glad you're here. And uh, this is how we're able to be here for you free twice a week. All right, everybody, Scoot's here, and uh, it's time for our episodically modular series, uh, Nuns in Space, and uh, I'll explain what the show is, what you need to know. Uh, Really, nothing is the great thing. Uh, Episodically modular means you can listen to these episodes in any order, because it's just a basic setup. and so, and you say, well, I don't know about that. I'm a completist. I say, okay, well, this is then like Star Wars or whatever, where they started with episode, this is episode nine, I believe. Uh, but the show's so episodically modular that it might not be nine. I might move stuff around. But uh, you say, okay, then episode nine, 10, 11, and 12 are the, are the main series. And then one through eight are a prequel a series of prequels that are also episodically modular. Yeah, so uh, that means you can listen in, in any order, no pressure. Nuns in Space is a tale of a freestyle soda machine who who is our heroic figure, Stan. And Stan is caught in a loop, uh, some sort of loop. I don't think it's a, like a metaverse loop because uh, Stan seems to be sa- staying in the same universe. Which is our universe, uh, the great vast universe galaxy uh, existence we're in, though a little bit in our future. I can't explain. Only the power of fiction could enable me to tell something that hasn't happened yet. Uh, so Stan is a heroic figure. Stan's caught in a loop where every time, this is a episodically modular part, in every episode, Stan comes to awareness uh, somewhere in the galaxy or the universe where Stan is trying to help and Stan's trying to help, uh, but Stan's used to having a sidekick named Scooter to help kind of Stan solve things. And Stan's usually helping with some sort of situation that involves concentrated delusion, but Stan doesn't know that either at the time. Stan just knows there's an issue. Um, again, like you say, okay, there's a case of spilled milk. Uh, so Stan would say, how are we going to clean this milk up? Uh, or no reason to, you know, let me soothe you. It seems like you spilled some milk and you're crying, uh, you know, and then, but there's a level of delusion there, which I guess in that case, you'd say the milk was never spilled. I, mean, I don't know what the, I don't know how delusion would fit into that example. So not a great, I guess you'd say I poured the milk out. Also, this is an art exhibit, and you've crossed over the velvet rope. Uh, That would be more of a confusion. If you're confused, so am I. But so you get the idea. It's it's more of a cosmic issue normally that Stan's helping with, uh, not something as simple as, uh, who knew I could make spilt milk? But I say, that would be something interesting. It would have to be more than someone just crying over spilled milk. For it to be, in my opinion, not gallery worthy, but gallery intriguing. I said, "Well, oh boy, I'll go check that out. Uh, museum quality. But, uh, you know, not all my imaginations, most of my imaginations are not a, a museum quality. 
Uh, I mean, maybe one of those many museums of curiosity you see uh, somewhere out on the uh, like the county routes, uh, not the state route or the interstates. On uh, county route, uh, double odd odd. Uh, that's where Scoots's Museum of Curiosity would exist if it existed. Oh, but I'm trying to explain. So that's episodically modular. So Stan's trying to fix things and could use help from his sidekick Scooter. Scooter, though, is also caught in a loop, maybe the same loop. He's on a ship with the nuns in space, the nuns from his childhood. He's their only crew member. He's tasked with helping them uh, with whatever their issue is. So he's trying to help the nuns from his childhood solve something on their ship. But he doesn't know that uh, he has a mission to go help Stan. So he is retaining some awareness. What he knows is uh, when he acts as a good crew member and solves the, the nun's problem, a portal opens or he can discover a portal to get to, to Stan, to help Stan. And then it all begins again. And where it begins is with our Hollywood announcer, who's, you know, I've been going through a season of generosity, you know, of uh, gratitude, of, about gra- grateful for his generosity. He's, a, you know, he can be over generous with, uh, his bodily noises, not that kind of bodily noise you giggle about, but he, his bodily noises, uh, they make you giggle in a, a way not like an uncomfortable giggle. Like, did that person pass gas? Thanks good, goodness it's them and not me. More of like, uh, you know, like I said, his hair tingles when, it's, you know, when he smiles. I don't think you can totally audibly hear it, but you can if you're on the mic and you're, you know, using gain and all that stuff uh, where it makes a pinging type sound and other stuff. Even when he moves, like uh, he moves in ways that are mysteriously normally quiet to the human ear, but not to the microphone. His ways are mysteriously noisy. Though not on purpose, he just has a, maybe this is, that's what, he has audible charisma. Has this come up before? Have we captured that? I mean, that's just a way to sum up Antonio Banderas. Uh, Charismatic, yes. Generous, yes. Audibly, like, I mean, I guess you're audibly generous. You say, oh, no problem. Uh, But your charisma has a sound to it. Uh, Like the great podcast that just has finished up its season two, it makes a sound. Your charisma, it makes a sound, Antonio. Also check out It Makes a Sound in your podcast app of choice. Uh, Mr. Antonio Banderas. Uh, the friends beyond the binary. The ladies, the gentlemen, the boys and girls, Wim and uh, Cody. And, and all, you know, this is a great podcast. It makes a sound. Uh, check it out. But for now, it's time for another episode of Nuns and Space. Yeah. Yes. Thanks, Antonio. Thanks, Scooter. Uh, that's this is Nuns in Space. Hey, pen, pen pal. Hey, pen pal. It's me, Stan. Holy cow, pen pal. Am I uh, so like pen pal? I, I I'm afraid to say it out loud. And it, but the only reason I'm saying it out loud is actually this is something I learned from my friend Scooter, who I miss. I don't know, Scooter, if you're listening. I miss you. Things are going really good, pen pal. Like, I think I'm actually feeling happiness and uh, 
that I've never felt before. And I'm not, a, I don't have a crush on anybody, pen pal. It's not like that. Uh, I'm really feeling useful and oh, wow. And, and challenged. Uh, and I do miss my friends again, Scooter, if you're listening, be great to have you, but well, I don't want to say no pressure. I would say Scooter, this is a great opportunity for us as friends for you to come when you get this message and hear it to be here as soon as possible. And let me see if I can explain everything. Wow, pen pal. Now, we're in a part of the universe or the galaxy, in case Scooter's listening. I just got to, uh, I'm going to use, Scooter, no offense, I'm just using relatable terms. Uh, so we're in a part of the universe where there's uh, this this great body of water. Now, not like, again, not like the water you're picturing, Scooter. It's, uh, uh, let's see, I'm trying to figure out a way to explain it. So... There's, uh, there's a, like a great, tra- like for this part of the universe, this is their main water source. And it's so massive, pen pal, that it would be hard to put into your mind. But it's also spread across space, space in different forms. And it is something that uh, you, it's similar to a reservoir, but it's a natural reservoir. Or it's just a natural... Okay, Scooter, I'm trying to explain it. So there's a quasar. Huh, I don't know how to make it. So, okay. So there's water vapor, right? Uh, that, uh, and, and then it, it, it also becomes ice. So imagine across, uh, like, a long distance, uh, Scooter. Pen pal, I'm sorry. Pen pal, I know... There'd be different levels of understanding. That's why I'm trying. So there's a there's a place that we're going to say, Scooter. The, the this is the the hot place, the quasar, and water's being pulled in there from other parts of space, but it's also changing its forms, right? And then being it's being pulled in and then injected, ejected, I, I guess, uh, in a form uh, that I would say is. Uh, it's not mist, Scooter. Good question. Let's just say it's water vapor. And then it, drifting away from that quasar, uh, but concentrated because of gravi- gravitational forces, but not all caught in the gravitational force, is water vapor and slowly changing to ice. Uh, we'll just say that's the easy way. Now, this is a long trailing thing. And uh, it's the main water supply for kind of enough sentient beings that it'll be hard to explain the number. But but if you just shrink it down, you'd say just like one reservoir. See, the thing is, this is not a... um, It would be kind of like, I guess, in... uh, So in California, they have the snow that goes on the mountains. And then the snow melts and, and goes down to the rivers and then goes, uh, but it also goes to the sky and rains and snows. And that that would be the equivalent of what I mean as, as a reservoir in this situation. Like that eventually makes its way to be of use uh, to different beings uh, all along that thing. Now... That's a natural process, but human beings have, uh, uh, Californians or whatever, 
you know, they intervene on that process, obviously. And then in that case, people put stuff in a reservoir, but that's more of like a, a tucked away bank account or something. So that's a little bit confusing, though there are other reservoirs. So sorry, Scooter. I'm, uh, sorry, Pen Pal. I'm going on and on and on. Okay, but so this is also a long history, which is also kind of hard for, for, for even me to grasp. I'm not just saying you, pen pal. But so on this process, obviously, there's also been an intervention because sentient beings say, hey, we like uh, need that water. And there was a complicated history. And eventually, and I can't even go, this is goes so far back uh, that I haven't had, I just haven't been able to dedicate processing time to learn the whole history. Uh, but the history that's important, also trying to be efficient. I'm not being efficient in talking to you, Pen Pal, because this is, Scooter, this is a non-professional, this is just a conversation. That's what's great about this, no pressure. But so... Now, like, so there's the idea of a water bear, like, like Aquarius, right? Uh, these, so eventually they, they just, this way of life came into being to be a water shepherd or a water bearer, but it was much more like a water shepherd where they would guide, uh, the water mostly as it became its frozen form. But there are some places that said, Hey, we need some of that, uh, like, uh, the vapor, and the water shepherds, now this was like a, it wasn't a chosen profession. It was a chosen way of life because you kind of viewed it as, uh, because water in this part of the universe uh, is not bought or sold. And so it's provided by the water shepherds. Uh, and it's much more complicated than that, but that's the thing. And that's the way that it has been for a long, 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 long time. Now, eventually, this region kept growing and growing and growing. More and more sentient beings, interstellar travel, all that stuff. And, you know, this had happened before in history, but it kind of got accelerated where people would come and they'd see the water bears or the water shepherds, and they would tell them how to do their job, or there would be some jealousy, or there'd be different viewpoints of managing water. And for the longest time, the water shepherds, well, they had most, like, they were just very respected and very on top of it, and uh, they they had some sort of power. uh, But it was probably a positive power, like like soft, I mean, it wasn't, I guess it was water soft, Scooter and Pen Pal. But so things got accelerated, and more and more... Uh, parts of this region of the universe uh, started to take uh, exception with the water bears and the idea, the ideas behind water. And the also, no offense to water, water bears, but they had kind of, uh, you know, even, what is it? Uh, someone once said, you know, on, on a comic that Scooter quoted that uh, with, you know, water-based power, you know, comes, uh, I don't know. They didn't, they got, they, they started to feel there was some sort of disengagement too, or at least that was the messaging going out. And it got to the point where there were so many disagreements that the water bearers said, you know what, if you think you can do it better, 
and you can arrive on some sort of consensus around the water within the ultimate water law, which is that the water can't be bought or sold or rented, they said, you know, nice try. And there was all, there's all sorts of algorithms and stuff, but so... They said, good luck with that sea and never kind of thing. And they, they like, uh, left. And obviously they created a lot of uh, a vacuum in the water power. And there was a lot of disagreements. Some where people were raising their voices and steam was coming out their ears. And eventually, no, no pen pal, I don't even remember how I got involved in this. Uh, but eventually I found myself... Uh, working with the water regents who w- holy cow pimpel now this is where i really feel like one i have a name tag and it says stan on it uh and then it has it's like a it, it doesn't have a title it has a symbol like a, of like a like i'm like a trusted you know trusted steward of the water i work for the water region i am the water regents like sidekick and I wouldn't say sidekick in a professional sense and not a sort of uh, comic sense. And so the water region eventually said, hey, let's start stop the arguing over the water and let's stop the changing. Or a lot of people said, well, if we could just change the laws, because the water region saw two things that they explained to me, which were one, a bit of a loophole in the water law. Uh, but, but, uh, and a huge opportunity, but also a deep held belief that water is, uh, and I, th- I don't know if, I don't think the water bears had the same thing, but the water region always goes back to the idea of water and gold and that, you know, water. And, and that was a thing that the water region used, used to kind of say, maybe we should be trusted with this because, the water bears, there was a lot of waste of water. And uh, water was wasted because it was spilled or there were just some inefficiencies with the water bears. And what the water region realized is that, that waste was uh, falls outside of the buying and selling of water. That was wasted water. It was part of the algorithms. It's like water that doesn't even exist and that we're able, because again, you say, well, why, if water's gold, you can't, you, you know, that that's the kind of arguments the region would make. You're going to give it gold away. You just spill gold and then leave it there. And that, that, that could be uh, a way to, to, to keep this thing efficiently moving if we had access to some of the waste, uh, the water waste, to be able to uh, sell that waste, I guess, and deliver at a higher speed. Uh, and again, this is all stuff that would fall into, as Scooter would say, just spreadsheet numbers, which just happens to be many things I'm good at, Pen Pal. So not only do I have a name tag, I've earned my name tag. Uh, so water is not being wasted. The, wa- the water waste has been reduced. And what is wasted is used to, to facilitate our whole enterprise. And we also, now this is another place where the water region said, and if we increase the volume of water we're shepherding, the waste would therefore increase at the same rate uh, 
And so we're, we're kind of looking at it like water's a volume business. I, I laugh when I say that. And I just really hope, Scooter, you hear this because I'm, you know, I'm being fully utilized in a role. You know, Scooter, like a lot of times, I, I guess I never told you this, but I wasn't feeling great about, uh, I don't know, we fell into something and now I feel really comfortable. I have a mission. It uses a lot of the things, you know, solid state and vacuum tube technologies. And I have this name tag. And I just want to give you the, you know, because this is the thing, Scooter. This is what I've been built at Pen Pal. We don't need a professional relationship anymore. We're free. We're now going to be free of that. Uh, and we can just be friends. And I know a lot of times people say that in another way to you, especially Scooter. Uh, they don't mean, and you say, well, they don't, do they really mean we're going to be friends? But this is, we're already friends. Well, now we don't have the extra distract. So it's just great news, Scooter. So now we can be friends. I'm dreaming about being professional friends. Sorry, Stan. Yes, sister. Sorry, I was a sleeping sister. Okay, there's a drip on the ship, uh. Is it a drip on a ship uh, that'll cause a water? Sorry, sister, I was thinking it sounded very Susian. So there's a drip on the ship. Uh, Okay, so I have to find the drip. Okay, sister, you got it. Uh, It's a drip of a dripping sound or a drip of the... Okay, it's just a dripping sound. Okay. So I'm going to have to listen, uh, but the good thing is because uh, I have these, would I record the message to my pen pal? So I'm watching the, the bars uh, because if there's a drip, uh, okay, I'm seeing it. Uh, and I can move the mics around and point it to it, and it doesn't even show up. Uh, I'm able to still record for you, pen pal. Okay, so I'm walking around the ship here, and... I can see it. It's almost like using like a find your find finding your find thing, where you're finding tracking a beacon or something. And okay, I'm following these pipes. It'd be great, uh, and not seeing any drips. Uh, so I'm wondering because I'm really covering a lot of the ship end, pal. But uh, I'm just wondering. If there's a more efficient way to do this, uh, though I'm not, you know, like, okay, let's check. Uh, okay, let me go to this terminal. I wish Stan was here, but I think if I just type a historical low, yeah, okay, historic. Thank God. So glad they installed this uh, common sense uh, computer language or whatever it is, or Stan did it. Uh, common sense. Okay, so. Historical levels of liquids, uh, okay, and it looks like, uh, okay, so we are losing some water, and yeah, this seems probably is a leak. Okay, so the computer figured that out, and uh, any idea, any idea where the leak is? Oh, in the water uh, system. Okay, thank you. I'm just trying to see, I wonder if it's like, it could be kind uh, uh, condensation um but okay any condens any abnormal can no no abnormal condensation all right uh 
let's see what I can do here is, uh, well, I could walk, well, I just could walk around the ship and now it could take forever because it could be anywhere. Okay. Let's do this. Let's shut off the water. Uh, and, oh yeah. Hi sisters. Just calling in. I'm working on that dripping sound. A lot of strange, I, you, you sisters, you're very, you notice those sounds. Oh, because you're on a mission. You can't be distracted. I, I realize that, uh, um, let's see, uh, like, uh, oh boy. Um, I'm going to have to shut off the water for, why well, I, I shut off the water already, sisters? To complete, okay, thank you, sisters. Okay, there's still a dripping sound going on. Still showing up at the same levels. Uh, oh, you know what? Uh, if I follow this thing, really stair- there's stairways to an attic? I didn't even know the ship had an attic. Uh, it keeps The ship keeps altering itself. But that's a good sign when it does. Okay, I'm in the attic here. Okay, I can definitely hear... Whoa, boy. Uh, I can hear the dripping because you're... Uh, you seem to be wearing bedding. Uh, hello, my, I'm Scooter. I'm the um, only crew member on the ship. I didn't know anybody else was on the ship other than the sisters and I. And you seem to be similar to my friend, imaginary friend Casper. But you have a soaking wet, dripping sheet. Uh, oh, okay. Well, nice. To, so you are you are like cast like so you've been to the big farm in the sky. Oh, and you've come you've come to the ship. Um, well, uh, welcome to the ship. Uh, it looks like you got your bedding wet that you're using to uh, cover your nudity. I never understood. Like, uh, you know, somebody might say, "Have you ever seen a, a, a naked Casper before?" Uh, oh boy, that's why they wear bedding. Is that the case? Oh, it's so I well, it's twofold. Oh, okay. Am I supposed to? So I can see you. That's one. And two would be, uh, so you can. Uh, you, you're going to run out of water there, though. Um, you, okay, well, so so you're able to perpetuate it a little bit better than a normal person with normal bedding would. Oh, so that's not ship bedding. You that bedding's from the big farm. That's what gives it that ethereal. Is that an ethereal glow? glow? Um, yeah. So okay, so dripping. Wa- you're also dripping water. Yeah, so what's the purpose of the dripping of the water? Because here's the thing. I, I were, I'm the only crew member on the ship, and I'm supposed to kind of, like, uh, help the, the nuns so, solve the problems. Oh, how do I know the nuns? Oh, boy. I, I don't know if I have time. Like, uh, I mean, you have, it sounds like you have plenty of time, but for me, I'm still pre-farm, so I'm kind of... Even though the majority of the time I don't make the most of my time, uh, I am trying to be more cognizant of, you just, that's like the vocabulary word of the day, cos, cognizant of how I use my time. Oh, sorry, to answer your question. So they, even though this might not make any sense to you, but maybe it does because you've seen it, you know, you've seen a lot more than me. When I was just a child, 
those nuns were my teachers, or one was principal technically, and she was, but she did, uh, she was a, a whatever, a fill in teacher from time to time. Though most of those memories, I don't, you know, they've I put them away in my own attic. Okay, well, interesting. So you, you there were your teachers too. Do we, okay, well, that's good. We weren't in the same, uh, not the same, close, similar, not the same age, by a little bit. Okay. Wow, so they were uh, more youthful when they were, but they've kind of, they've, uh, I, yeah, I don't, I can't explain to you how it's possible. It's, uh, I would say, a miracle of Mother Nature, but, I mean, who are we kidding? Am I right? Uh, it's, uh, but that's the way to look at it. Uh, and why, I'm, no, I'm not, lo- well, Technically, I'm loyal to them. No, no, I did not volunteer. Somehow I found myself on this job. Maybe you could fill me in. Just let me know if, if uh, I've been, bi- if me and, and the sisters are already farmed. Uh, but I don't have, I don't seem to have an ethereal glow. Um, The situation is I am stuck in some sort of a loop uh, with the sisters, for, you know, that you know and I know. And I am their only crew member. They're on some sort of mission, though they do not seem to be going anywhere. They just keep flying in a very intent way, uh, nonstop. But I honestly don't think they're going anywhere. Maybe they are, and they're just not telling me, but they don't tell me anything. Except there's a drip on the, you know, earlier there was like a sucking sound. Or we're caught at a red light that won't change. And I need to fix those things. Now, part of me, if that was the only part of the situation, I mean, right? You, you know, you know what I'm saying is like, uh, it wouldn't be great. I would have said, well, I got big farmed and they were aware of my behavior on earth. But the real thing is, if I help the sisters with whatever issue they're facing, then I go through another por- a portal, we'll say, a ripple in, you know, a wrinkle in time. Okay. I don't know, like, uh, but yeah, sure, a wrinkle in time. And then I go to my best friend, who's a freestyle soda machine and um, a genius uh, and a hero, Stan. And Stan is also in a situation where Stan could use some help. Uh, then I can help Stan. And Stan can resolve whatever issue Stan's facing, and then we get then the loop repeats itself. But I, I'm remembering things, and I'm hoping eventually Stan remembers things. And uh, like at some point we're going to get. I have hope. Uh, well, boy, I can't believe I'm saying that out loud. That Stan and I will get out of this loop with the sisters. Why are you here? As my question, and how, like, when I know how you know the sisters now. Oh, you thought the drip would get on their nerves. Uh, oh, okay. That makes, I mean, it, it did. Mission accomplished. Uh, oh, you were going to do it forever. Okay. I mean, that makes, I, I, I get what you're saying, but then you'd have to drip. I shut the water off. Uh, so, I mean, I could turn it back on. Because you're, you're like, uh, interesting, you can't, I mean, I guess you couldn't bring an unlimited supply of water. That makes sense. 
So you just have to go and, yeah, and the sh- ship recycles its own water. But so, yeah, you'd have to, um, so you have to keep dipping your blank, your blankets in water. So you'd have to be here the whole time. I mean, it would, I'll tell you what, it, they don't like it. I don't know if they, as far as I know, there's, it's just, it's just slightly bothering them. Oh, wait, can you, you have another question? So I, yeah, I'm in, I'm in a perpetual loop being, and I'm there. Yes. Yeah. I'm their only crew member. So, yeah, they are, I guess, to use your terminology, they are stuck with me as their only crew member as as the situation looks perpetually, yes, uh, and they're perpetually going nowhere. So, yeah, I guess you, yeah, so, yeah, you don't, I guess you don't need to get, you, wait a second, I'm sorry, what did you say? Oh, so being, having me as a crew member is probably punishment enough, uh, yeah. It, yeah, I guess like I'm a lot more, like a uh, one big drip. Uh, you're you're hilarious. Are you surprised that? Uh, but anyway, I get it. I get it. I get it. So you're relieved of duty, I guess. Uh, that's always funny to say. Have you ever said? Do you, do you do you need to do that when you're a, a Casper? Relieve be relieved of duty in the giggly way. See, I made you laugh. Uh, so I have some positive qualities, just so you know. Don't worry, I won't use them on sisters. They don't laugh at my jokes. So, yeah, great to meet you. Here's the thing. I'm going to close my eyes because uh, I need to. I have a feeling this is what will help me to portal back to Stan. Is, uh, let me send the computer a message to turn the water back on. I'm going to close my eyes. Can you leave me with your blankets? And just put them over my, like, I'll go under while you go out the other way. That way I won't see you uh, in, in, is that, that's a funny thing to say, that a Casper on natural, Casper in a Casper's birthday suit. Uh, these are things I would never thought I would have thought of, uh, especially because Casper, anyway, just put the blankets over my head and that I'm sure, oh, uh, thank you, uh. Scooter, Scooter, why do you have blankets over? Stan, so glad to be here. Uh, Scooter, did you get my messages? Stan, I did get your messages. Uh, They kind of downloaded. Yeah, I guess I was under that blanket listening to them. And uh, so so I'm so happy for you. Scooter, are you happy that we don't have to have a professional relationship? I mean, I guess so. I mean, uh, if you're happy, Stan... I mean, I guess that means we get to play and do stuff uh, and have fun. So, yeah, I, I, I see why you're enthusiastic about it. Yeah, Scooter, we could probably plan out some fun because they still have a lot of big jobs to do with this water situation. Yes, Stan, uh, as your friend, though, this is like friendly convo, then. What's your next job coming up that, that uh, not not professionally, you know, just friends talking? Well, Scooter, this is my idea, so I don't know if you could give me some friendly encouragement, uh, but uh, we've I came up with the idea of a water draft uh, because it, we we're finding, so you, if you understood the stuff with the water at the, uh, that we're collecting and we are able to monetize uh, water, a percentage of the water waste, we also decided, well, if there was a way of life for... The water bears, why shouldn't it be a way, way of life for everybody? And so we had a water draft uh, 
And because if water's free and it can't be sold, except for the water waste that was already part of the, all the laws, then everyone should work together. Basically, Scooter, every year you would be responsible for moving the amount of water you consume every year. And you could do that every year or you could do it, uh, you know, it doesn't take that long, actually, Scooter. But, uh, you know, people don't like the idea, but then they say, well, okay, it's, it's not, you know, it's a requirement for getting your water. And uh, so everybody helps shepherd the water. And uh, obviously the only people that wouldn't uh, benefit from that uh, would be people that buy their, buy water waste. Uh, oh, so you kind of helped create a water waste, mar- the water waste market, which is not, water waste might be, here's a free idea, Stan. Even though... It's excess uncounted, unaccounted for water, E-A-W, because water waste just sounds not great. Scooter, you're right. Uh, I'm put, putting it through to the regent, and it looks like uh, this idea is increasing the value of the uh, excess water. Okay, so you're making the system more efficient. Uh, you're speeding up the process. And most people will have to work at collect, helping shepherd water. So you have now a workforce. Uh, seems like you really put some efficiency into this, uh, Stan. You really, and you really get... Scooter, did you notice my name tag? I did notice it, Stan. I was just hoping uh, to, to compliment you on it later because it's very impressive. Uh, Scooter, I, I mean... Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's it's it's. I don't know what it's made of, scooter, but it sticks right to me. I think it's magnetic or something. Well, did you stand? Uh, I mean, uh, you're really getting used to maximum. Uh, I mean, I, I guess I'm. It's cool. I'm happy for you as your friend. But uh, scooter, what is it? Well, as your friend, um, not as a professional. Uh, I'm just confused about a couple things, you know, because I know you so well as friends. Uh oh, Scooter, you got, yeah, it seems like you're uh, you're uh, gonna rain on my parade. Well, that's the water, you know. That's funny, Stan, but uh, no, it's just confused. So, any idea where the water bears went? Uh, Scooter, we we don't have that information because they were kind of like a, a society almost. It was a way of life. Uh, so, no, we, we don't have that information. They said see and never like TJ does. Okay, well, that's cool. That's cool reference. Uh, I get it. Uh, any idea what, other than it being a way of life, why they did it, they did the job or whatever, or um, why they did it? Scooter, I think it brought its own meaning. That's what I heard. I said uh, it was a way of life, uh, meaning it gave their life meaning, which I can, I guess I can really, well, I, I'm having trouble with that a little bit, Scooter. Huh, interesting. You're having, like, are all your vacuum tubes functioning? Scooter, what are you saying? No, I was just wondering. Scooter, everything's functioning. I'm functioning at maximum capacity, Scooter. Okay. Yeah, no, no, that makes sense. Uh, just as a friend, I was just wondering, you know, when you say, hey, are you feeling all right? And you, you're feeling all right, but someone asks you that, 
Scooter, does it in your case, isn't it? Are you upset about something? And you say, no, I feel great. Yes, and I guess that would be the better example. So here's a, one last question, Stan, that I'm wondering about. Uh, so the regent that you're working with, right? Uh, they were calling it water waste, huh, Stan? Scooter, they were. And um, I was just wondering, though, was it really water? Like, so if I'm imagining this right, so there's water bears in my mind. Now, I know this might not be accurate, Stan. And they have, like, big clay pots. Maybe they're goddesses or gods, uh, but they still have pots and the water's splashing and flowing and they're carrying it through space. I know that's not exactly what happened. And you're saying, okay, that water spilled. And you found a way, I guess because it's in the vacuum of space, that you could collect that. Or you're just using the spreadsheet, which is fair enough. You know, the water's somewhere. So that's what I mean. If the water's somewhere, where did the waste go? Well, Scooter, I'm not sure what I understand. Uh, exactly what you mean it's uh now accounted for right but if we were in a movie called the christmas carol right uh and close your eyes stan uh maybe i'm barnaby or whoever scooter there's no barnaby in that are you sure about that okay maybe i'm um mr pickwick okay scooter i, I understand you're, you're you're my friend and you're coming to tell me something so imagine the water. Scooter, you really, uh, you got water. I mean, I guess you're, you are into water. Yeah, Stan, I'm into water, man. So I'm just wondering, you know, if there's a, I don't know which those order that, you know, Scrooge went on that visit. Uh, I know there was a Scrooge in that, though. And who is his name? Jim Dandy, his uh, son? Scooter, you know it's not Jim Dandy. You're being silly. Scooter, also, I, well, Stan, I know you could communicate with me while you're working, so, oh, Scooter, you're right, uh, but I, I could, you know, maximize my, well, yeah, but this is, we're maximizing our friendship. Okay, Scooter, you're making me feel torn. Yeah, that's what friends do sometimes with work. Uh, okay, so, what if one of the worlds we went to with uh, one of those three, you know, uh, the 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 guy with the hairy chest and the the torch, uh, and said, "Hey, look over here! If I shine my torch uh, uh, on this uh, water, and you could see inside it because my torch is actually an electron microscope or something, there's a whole world in this drop of water." And then you know, then he explains stuff much better than me in the imagine you know in the movie. And then we go with Carol Kane, and she takes us on a zip line, and uh, um, I don't know, maybe there's some sort of water world we dive into, or there's some sort of water show. Uh, I don't know that one. I don't have. I don't have. I only have two out of the three, I guess, Stan. But you know, using water uh, and it covering our skins and jumping in and out and splashing, and men, uh, I guess we're made up of water. I don't know. And then we meet up with the other person. 
I don't know who that is, uh, but whatever. They, uh, how come I can only remember? There's like, uh, there's a third present past and present future, but I don't know. There's a third one. Maybe it's, uh, in the, um, one from uh, star kid, the one, the, uh, the workout video one, that would be the past. Cause I remember the, the hook of that song. But what, here's the thing, Stan. What if they're—I don't know if—I mean, I know the answer is probably—well, it could be unknown. Could there be microplanets uh, and, and like, a micro-universes would they, that are much smaller than micro-machines? Uh, so we're talking way smaller than—I mean, I, this is just something I just thought of. But do we know if there's microplanets— because then a drop of weight, water waste uh, to them would be like this whole nebula thing. Scooter's quasar. Stan, looks like we need a, like, sorry, I just had those questions. I just wanted to get them off my chest. You know, we're friends, but we're not, you know, you're the, you're the one working for the water region. I'm just your friend. Uh, Scooter, are you feeling like you need a job? I don't, I, you know, right now, I, I don't, I like, uh, I'm your friend without a job, Stan. Uh, maybe we could play around. Because uh, maybe that, maybe I just asked too many questions and, and I dropped the ball as your friend. You, Scooter, you're right. Uh, but I need, do need to, well, Stan, have you heard the idea of micro breaks and like Tabata um, Pomodoros? Uh, Scooter, you, you, yes, uh, I, I know what you're referring to. What if we take a micro joy break? Because you seem so happy. Let's get back to doing something fun and happy. Not as a distraction, but as a break uh, from all that talk. Well, that'd be nice, you Scooter. That's what, this is why I miss you. Like hide and seek? No, I, I was thinking of this game um, because your name tag is so impressive, uh, but it looks like heavy. I, I really just want to feel how heavy it is, you know? I mean, I don't think... Uh, I don't need a name tag or anything. Obviously... My behavior speaks for itself. Uh, Scooter, yeah, you don't need a name. Your your body body language is name tag enough. But, like, here's the idea. Like, we just talk, we play name tag toss. uh, And when you, uh, when the name tag's in the air, the person that threw it has to say a name and a job. And we just toss it back and forth. Okay, Scooter. Um, okay, I'm taking it off. Uh, and uh, 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 Tila, leader of the rebellion. Oh, Stan, that was a good one. I caught it too. Yeah, Scooter, please don't drop my name tag. It looks like the floor's soft, uh, just in case it gets dropped. But I will try not to drop your name tag. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, I guess I'm going to throw it back to you, Mon Mount, uh, of, uh, leader of the rebellion. Oh, Scooter. So is that, do, do I need to, no, you can do whatever you want, Stan. Okay, Scooter, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready, Stan. Okay, there it is. Luigi Plummer. Oh, Stan, I got it. Uh, I caught it. Uh, that's a good one, Stan. I mean, I'm going to keep playing this way then. I guess you're the leader, uh, Mario Plummer. Oh, Stan, you didn't catch the um, name tag. It just bounced off you and hit the floor. Yeah, Scooter, don't... Uh, yeah, yeah, Scooter. Uh, don't pick it up, though. I was just thinking, did you say... You 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 were calling them water bears, uh, not water bearers. 
I'm going to take a step away from the name tag to over to Bayou Scooter. Did you see, well, I said, I guess I dropped the R stand, but I, I was referring to water bears, but water bears are, sounds very cute and very drippy. Yes, Scooter, kind of like sponges. Like uh, if you dip a water bear in the water, there would be a lot of technical waste like we were talking about. Uh, and that made me think of the way you described the water bears as being it. But, Scooter, here's the thing. I'm thinking, you know, here's the thing with being a friend with you, Scooter, and being a worker, friends and co-workers, I guess. Uh, you were kind of showing me that friendship's kind of inefficient, well, you're, or your friends, your friend is inefficient, uh, but I don't know what you're getting at, Stan. Well, Scooter, that's where you, you're, that's where you're really, uh, you, that's where you get to things by, you, your inefficiency has shown me friendship's not supposed to be efficient all the time. There's no way to maximize, I thought uh, us not working together would maximize our friendship, uh, but I realized our friendship didn't change at all. And that's a good, it's not fixed either, though, which is even more confusing. So you're saying our friendship's not a fixed thing, but our friendship uh, can't be changed. Uh, no, 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 not that simple, Scooter, but uh, for the time being, that makes sense. But that our friendship is definitely not, or friendship in general in your experience, and I guess mine, is not always the most efficient thing. Right, Scooter? Friendship efficiency, everybody would just laugh. Even me, I'm laughing. Yes, Dan, I can sense you laughing. But that made me think of, like, if friendship's not supposed to be efficient, uh, like, what if efficiency can't be applied to water either? Not even efficient or inefficient, uh... Efficiency doesn't apply to friendship or water. Uh, like water is as water does. Scooter, is that from a movie? Uh, it sounds like something. Yeah, no, I don't know. But like uh, just popped in my head when you said that, Stan. Scooter, I think I've been delusional about this. I was so excited to have a name tag and to be of maximum use. Like, so you were saying the clay pots, right? They soak up water. The water also evaporates. Uh, the soaked up water eventually evaporates. Water spilled. And like you said, the water goes where it needs to be or the need, you know, as we know from history that uh, the water, water needs to be for the need to be there. Okay, Stan, but except for like at a desert, uh, Scooter, come on, you know that's not true. Like, uh, but even a desert, uh, it'd be hard to say, I guess you could say they're making the most of the water, but I don't know if you'd use a fishing either. I guess so, Stan, because you'd say, why don't you just move, right? You're right, Scooter, uh, uh, but so I'm, I'm in a pickle now. Uh, as since, uh, but I, Scooter, I don't know. There's something about that name tag that I don't like. Okay, Stan, well, I'm going to tell you something. You're not going to remember it. We're caught in a loop and we're dealing with concentrated delusion. And I think that, that your name tag is made of a concentrated delusion.
Okay, Scooter, that that uh, that seems uh, interesting. So, Scooter, I'm not sure what we should do about this water regent situation. Well, here's what I think, Stan. First, I think you, we should launch your name tag into the quasar because won't it um, then be ejected as its base elements? Okay, Scooter, I can do that. I can use my nanos to, to build a rocket on them, my name tag. Oh, here's the thing. You're going to build it. So if it's going through space, could we do some skywriting in space? Well, Scooter, let me, yeah, yeah, Scooter, we could do that. Uh, okay. I think, Stan, you had some of the basics here in that the, maybe we got to trust that the water, if you, st- if, if you, st- I think this situation will resolve with, we get rid of the delusion, but we send a message to the water bears. Maybe you do also a bear and a water bear drawing, but you say, water bears, please return. We need you. Water bears, we need you. Maybe even do a misspelling so that it uh, makes him laugh. But I think there's opportunity here, Stan, that you created an opportunity uh, that we just got to put the waste back into it. That's where I, I guess that's where my expertise came in handy. Scooter, we were working in a professional relationship the whole time and a friendship. Again, I think those maybe don't apply to our relationship, those words, just like efficiency might not apply to water. And so by getting the delusion out of here and um, the water bears uh, will come back maybe, but pretty quickly without your help, I don't think the water regent's going to be able to manage. And I think the water draft itself uh, is a pretty good idea. Like the water bears might like that. Maybe that's where they could be, like their way of life, they could share it with, uh, like if I was a water bear, that's what I'd want. Hey, yeah, you you do the work. And I'll explain to you how, you know, how grateful I am to be here doing the work with you. And that uh, it'll work out like it's like almost like uh, we got to leave this situation. Scooter, just look at the sky writing. It's good, Stan. That's beautiful. Uh, I love how you made made my misspellings and those drawings. Uh, and Scooter, it'll stay up for a while the way I did it. Uh, and now the name tag is launching into the heart of the quasar where it'll be. And I'm feeling great now, Scooter. So you're saying we could just trust... Uh, in the efficiency and inefficiency of water here, of course the water bear is going to come back. But even if they don't, Scooter, people are going to realize uh, that everybody, you know, that, uh, yeah, that it'll all work out just fine. Yeah, I think this was, it was one of these situations that's going to resolve itself uh, without us being in the way of it. Uh, so we're going to rest now, Stan. Imagine me and you side by side in a pool on a couple of floats, best friends, chilling out, floating, rocking in the water gently, rocking and rocking off to dreamland. Good night, Stan. Good night, pen pal. Good night, everybody.